Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright Mark Anthony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host. Hi, folks, and welcome back to Strength to Be Human. This is your host, Mark Anthony Rossi. We're doing another interview segment. As you know, it's always a a, a trial and tribulation to get folks with the schedule and everything. People are busy, but I'm very happy to have with me again uh, John Patrick Robbins. Uh, John, thank you very much for being here. Oh, really cool to be on the show, Mark. This will be released in in March. I can't even give an episode uh, number yet because I'm still putting together the schedule. But uh, we'll try to get close to his birthday, make it look cool, okay? No, there you go. <laughs> now, I wanted to get John on again for for a lot of good reasons, but the best reasons really are, are literary reasons because, quite frankly, between the last interview and now, I mean, he's released a couple of other books. I mean, he's got uh, writing uh, now nominated for awards. You know, he's got uh, new things that are coming out. Um, he's got two of his poems right now on Aerial Chart in the, in the top 10. Shit, I, it's my magazine. I can't even get two of my own poems in the top 10. So <laughs> he's he's definitely doing something right. We've got to figure out what the hell that is and copy it. No, I'm just joking. But uh, he's definitely doing something right. But I wanted to do that because so much time has gone by with so many things have, have been done. So it's good to sort of catch up with him and you know see what's going on. Plus, you know I think he edits like 7,000 magazines or something. You yes. know, I just do one. So, uh, you know, I, I think he even came back on the off the wagon and is going to be doing that again here shortly. You know, so the guy's doing everything under the sun. So why not? And then, of course, uh, the, the new magazine he put out, print magazine, The Black Shamrock. So we're going to talk about that and, and, and many more. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely stay busy. I think uh, I, I need to just edit every magazine. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what my goal is. <laughs> on Earth. Yeah, that's right. And then he'll move over to India. Move over. <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna conquer every market. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely a lot going on. Um, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Black Shamrock crossed over into doing a print mag. It wasn't the first print mag I've done. Uh, I can say that unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we uh, recently put out Black Shamrock. Once you were in. And, yes, uh, thank you, thank you, and you know, for full disclosure, even though I was in it, I still did a review on it because I'm not talking about my own stuff, I'm talking about other writers, and it was really a, a fabulous production, so I was happy to do a review on that magazine, and um, I think it's the first I ever did on a magazine, actually, funny enough, of all my years of writing. I've reviewed books, but I never reviewed a magazine, so it was great, but hey, it, it comes like almost the size of a book, and it definitely has the production values and, and, the, and the material. It's just super quality. You can tell that, you know, the editor gave a damn about what he was selecting. Yeah, that one was, as you know, a lot of people didn't know, it, there was a lot to get that out. It was about, I think, about a year uh, to finally see it come to life. Um, and sometimes I didn't think it was going to happen. And uh, literally, that one is uh, very proud of it. Did, uh and I do know what a couple of people I mean. I've had uh, some friends who, who've done print magazines said it's just something different about when you see it all put together. And it it was fantastic. I'm really, 
really glad that everybody's enjoying it and it seems like everybody's digging it that's in it. They really say it's a nice quality and that that was the thing. I'm always people don't get how nerve wracked I am before something comes out. So yeah, I I take a lot of time and probably like, you know, <laughs> kill a lot of I go, you know, I go through a tremendous amount of stress before these things get done. So that was really fun, and uh, and I, I do appreciate the review. And uh, I'm just glad people are really uh, digging it. I know there will be a second one. I don't want to think about it right now, though. Yeah, give yourself a breather. <laughs> I hear you. It, it, it'll probably be a once-a-year thing, I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, you know, I'm not going to jinx myself. But. No, that's great, because you know, I, I look at the Black Shamrock like I look at Christmas. God bless it, and it's a lot of fun. But once a year is enough, you know. That's 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 enough. So. Yeah, it, it's not really to me. It wouldn't be very special if it was coming out on a regular basis. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of a kind. The cover's definitely one of a kind. Once, once that's my best. Some of my best work, I think. Yeah, I, love, I really love the cover too because it's it's sensual without being stupid. You know what I mean? And, and to me, it's it's sexy without being outrageous. And, and there's nothing wrong with that kind of a cover. I mean, it's just so tasteful. I wish more covers were as tasteful as that. <laughs> yeah, the, it's uh, and it's a funny thing about the Shamrock. Originally, it had a different cover. People don't know that. And I was like, this is not going to work. I've got to get something nice and sleek, the kind of stuff I like for my own my own work uh, a lot of times. Uh, so, yeah, that was a big thing. Like, that was literally the last thing done was the cover, and I'm like, I can't beat that. That's the best cover I can do. And yeah, it was great. Everybody loved it. So. I was glad that you just didn't take a green shamrock and spray painted it black because that wouldn't have really worked out for me. So I'm glad you went with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it, it's always going to be something special when I put stuff together, but it, it takes a while, and that's another thing. I think that's makes it uh you can really refine it if you if you rush things then it would have been a mess and we had a lot of drama getting it done and uh you know luckily though it turned out being fantastic you know a couple writers had to get out of there and uh we cleaned it out and uh it ended up being fantastic so yeah very proud of it and very thrilled to have it out on the market and like i said i just Heck, pick a copy up because I know anybody who gets it will enjoy it. it. We put a lot of work into it, so super, super quality, folks. No doubt about it. I'm so happy to to be a part of it and and to review it and and, and to read it. Some of those writers I hadn't read before because uh, not everybody you know that's out there got you know published in yeah. aerial chart. Okay, so uh, a lot of them were new to me. Oh yeah, we had a great amount of a. Uh, Really talented writers. I know, like uh, you had, um, you were really impressed with Julie Valen. Yeah. And um, she's an incredible writer. Uh, of course, Todd Cirillo, Matt Amond, all the regulars from the Frat, of course. Um, Lisa Trivet. Uh, so many good writers. I know I'm overlooking people. Uh, David Boski. Uh, a lot. Just really good, solid group of writers. And Dennis Moriarty, I think that's how you say his last name. Apologize on that, but I'm I'm Southern. I mess everybody's names up. But yeah, we had a really solid group of really in a good edge too. That's what I liked. It was a good mix of a little bit of grit. You had some great humor in there. You had some really serious stuff and just really just top shelf, you know. So yeah, we had some. It, it was it's a uh, I'm blessed on that. It just came together very well. But <laughs> it was a lot of work. <laughs> so yeah, well, I hear you. I definitely hear you on that. 
Uh, it's why I, I didn't want to do that sort of project myself, and, and never will. It's just not really my my cup of tea. But I salute anyone else that can do it because I just don't want to, and not even sure if I can do it as good as that. So, and that's another thing too. Once I saw it, I'm like, well, if I ever had a fantasy of wanting to do one, well, now it's unended because I'm like, I can't do it better than this. So good, I'm glad that that helped me make sure I never have to deal with it again. <laughs> Everyone says, yeah, they ever say, Mark, why don't you put a print magazine there? I go, did you see the Black Shamrock? Yeah. All right, well, I can't do better than that. Next. Peace out. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can do better than that, but we're going to try. I always try to top myself, so you never know. Maybe, Maybe you don't have to do better than that. Maybe all you have to do is just the same damn quality as the last one, and people will be happy with that. Yeah. Now, well, we've already got people that want to be in it and some that already are, are gonna we know for sure gonna be in it so it's it's, it's definitely um it's gonna be interesting <laughs> um but yeah right for right now we're just enjoying it being out there and the fact that everybody's digging it so and oh yeah i forgot jim Burry's in it also there's so many good writers in there i mean i i'm not trying i just you know I'm, I'm lucky I can remember my own name. So. No, I hear you. No, there's <laughs> oh yeah, it was a there's super super great quality in there. I just really loved it. I mean, it's just it's just great to see a project come together when it has that kind of consistency because that's one of the things that hurts oftentimes magazines or even people's personal projects when they get wildly inconsistent and then people like they get lost in it. Then you're like, what the heck? Yeah, it it. Well, it's just a key thing, you know, to have that. I think it's uh, the most important thing with any mag is to have a good flow to it and the right writers. And that's why the Shamrock is kind of like a – I don't mean it bad in any way to anybody, but it's like an invite only. It's like I was just kind of picking – I know so many writers, so I'm, I'm lucky on that. And I could just go to this person, that person, and get that kind of – I want it have a different kind of style and i think everybody does and everybody compliments each other very well in that you know because you've got you've got the straight humor you've got the off the wall stuff and you've got the real serious stuff and, and so it's just it's just a fun entertaining mix and i also want it to be quick that's another thing i think some some mags can kind of get a little bit too big they want to include everybody and i think no nah, just like you know it's a small group it's almost like a little uh I, I want it to be like a speakeasy or something. It's a little hole in the wall that not everybody knows about. They know about it now. But, you right. know, it's a it's a really cool place. And, and that's what I wanted. It was my bag I wanted to read. You definitely you definitely achieved that. And, and folks, uh, just for your own uh, edification, if not education, okay, this is how it works in, in the literary world, okay? If you put together a small clique of really strong writers that they have a consistent tone and you put that together, well, that's a magazine. Once you put together something that includes everybody, including five people from the United Nations, that's not a magazine anymore. That's what they call an anthology. That's a big difference, okay? Because we all know anthologies suffer because they can be so widely inconsistent. That's why magazines, they have to put, make sure that they, they stand out, stand up, and stand apart from any of that kind of nonsense. This way, the quality is there, and, and nobody can say, hey, that's just an anthology. No, this is a fabulous magazine. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's really hard to do, but that's why I said anthology. It was just it knew kind of the people I wanted in there. I had the idea of it. I kind of went through a bad experience 
of, of being an editor at the, the first time I ever was an editor at a print at a print magazine. Then going, well, I'm just going to run it the way I know how to run it. And I mean, if you know, I'm not going to name names and all this mess. But what I'm going to say is, if you compare the two, there is no comparison. Uh, it's just the truth, you know, because it's like when you're, it really, whenever you're kind of dealing with other people trying to run things and micromanage, manage, you just end up with a mess. And it's, you know, there really only has to be one captain to the ship. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. And I think I steered it fine. So it's, it, you know, I'm just glad it worked out because, like I said, I'm never, I'm not an egomaniac. I'm not, uh, I don't think just because I'm going to do it, it's going to be fantastic. I, I work at it and I'm always trying to improve. So, and the writers really made it fantastic. That's the thing. Wasn't, you know, because I mean, anybody could take that group of writers and make it, make it good. They really could because everybody in there and yourself included just really hit it out of the park, sent really good, strong material. So yeah, it was, it was great. It was a real honor to uh, put that together. All right. You heard it here from the, from the horse's mouth. Okay. <laughs> the Black Shamrock Magazine. Don't forget it. It's out there. Uh, it, it's inc it's incredible, and uh, quite mm -hmm. frankly, um, it, it, it's it's the thing you want to be in, in in 2020. No doubt about it. Yeah, available everywhere. By the way, just a little pitch there. You can get it at Amazon anywhere, Lulu, Barnes and Noble. It's uh, all over know. the place. Yep. So just definitely find. Definitely, <laughs> definitely excited about that. Now, I definitely wanted to talk about a, a book that came out uh, last year, uh, well after the uh, the interview we had, our first interview, um, mm -hmm. I, and um, it was called uh, "Once Upon a, a Nervous Breakdown," and it, it had a lot more strong hitting stuff than than, than your first book uh, with with my press, Soma Publishing, uh, which was called uh, "Smoking at the uh, Gas Pumps," which is a great title, by the way, and something at home, folks, you don't want to do, okay? Don't want to do yeah. that, all right? <laughs> Although exactly. once upon a nervous breakdown, I we probably all do that at least once in our lives. So maybe you have to do that just uh, as part of being an adult. But it had had a, a, a different a different take to it. It was a stronger it was a stronger hit, more emotional um, maturity, and I don't mean that in a bad way. And and uh, definitely uh, more more uh, more honest uh, feeling about um, what's going on, and not too many talking dogs. So that that was good. And, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. I didn't. I don't purposely put them in there. <laughs> I know. Every so often they, they they creep up, but um, that also yeah. had the uh, the real the real standout um, with uh, Neptune, the poem that um, published on um, Aerial Chart and, and wound up getting nominated for uh, uh, an award. Um, I believe it was yeah. the Best in the Net Award, actually. Wasn't it? Yes, yeah, and yeah, the, and the push card. Yeah, and the push card. That's right. We did. Yeah, we wanted to do yeah. both. Yeah, first time <laughs> I ever did the same poem for two different awards. But at just one of my favorite poems of the year, so it just really worked out that way. Yeah. And it, it, it definitely showed up here on the um, the top ten in my site. If anyone remembers, or I did a, a whole remake for months on end, it took to do it uh, for our aerial chart. Got somebody professional to really help me redo it and. Part of the thing we did was an automated uh, top 10 built into the site. So that means that the site counts all the different reads by hitting that link. And then it calculates that and, and puts them in order of who's the, the most top 10 being read you know, at the moment. So I can't even manipulate it doing anything if I wanted to. It's all done by, by, you know, by that machine. 
you know, in, in this case, that kind of makes it the most honest that way because you get real results. And uh, for this month, he's got two. He's got two works over there, you know. So that's that's just incredible. He's got a fiction work and a, and a, and, a, and a poetic work. So um, both of them in the top ten. So as a congrats mm. to that. You don't get to get that done very often. Uh, I had a, a poet. Um, it was in January. Uh, she had four of her poems in the top ten. So I mean, wow. Talking about talking about quality and, and pushing your own work and marketing and all that. I mean, that's what it all takes. And yeah. uh, she did a great job on that. So it's good that people are trying to take that seriously and having some fun with it. And it really shows you, you know, what's what's being picked up, what's being read, and what's being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, yeah it was, and <laughs> having those two rights in there, it's, uh, well, actually, no, I was going to say that, uh, are vastly different. The fiction is uh, <laughs> vastly different from the poem. So yeah, more really... more on the horror vein. Yeah, yeah, that one. Maybe yeah, maybe psychological horror. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the um, with breakdown. Yeah, breakdown was um, originally meant to be like a concept book, uh, showing you like going through the stages of it. I I had suffered from one, so um, that that book, of course, is going to have a lot deeper stuff. Uh, it does have a lot of funny because you mix the humor. Sometimes it's a little bit easier and, and palatable. I find. I mean, you know, I don't want to just have people wanting to, you know, read my work and like slit their wrists. So it's, you know, I'm going to make them laugh and do that too because I like to mix it up. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> laugh but, as you die. Wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> like. Uh, that's what my co-editor always says. Like my work always makes him want to laugh and slit his wrist. I'm like, wow, what a compliment. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm sure he means well in there somewhere. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, as you know, because you definitely know Scott. He's he's a different character. So uh, yeah, that he is. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that book was uh, really uh, deeply personal. I completed two books at that time. I don't know how I did it. Um, of course, the one that I, I also did on my uh, my press, uh, uh, Whiskey City, Sex, Drugs, and Poetry. At the same time, I wrote Once Upon a Nervous Breakdown, and I and I swear it probably got, gave me a nervous breakdown getting them both done. It it was uh, that it was just a really stressful time. But then again, I think the the, the pressure cooker, so to speak, uh, you know, helped with the quality. And of course, like Neptune is. Uh, uh, one of those that's definitely a standout right it'll definitely be uh definitely be remembered when it comes to uh my work i think or i hope so um but yeah it that book was really personal and i knew it was going to be vastly deeper than uh gas pumps was fun gas pumps was a great time i pretty much had decided i wasn't going to put out books so uh you know and the dog's not a fan but you know that's okay I um hear you. <laughs> but um the the gas pumps was i decided i wasn't going to do a book and then of course mark came to me and offered me to be at a summer once was a great experience i went through a terrible experience and then did a book that i just i really really love and that's uh i do I, well i love all my books but yeah gas pumps was good because it, it started uh I think, well, it's kind of like where I switched styles. I was really doing more elongated, just kind of almost stories, uh, a lot of fiction in my first collection, and then uh, went to Gas Pumps and then got me ready for uh, Once Upon a Nervous Breakdown, once is, uh, that is vastly different. 
um, like night and day. There's some fun in there, though. I did. There is some fun stuff. So if people pick it up, they're not just gonna uh, read just misery, misery, misery. It's, yeah. it's not that. It's just no, there's you know. definitely some some fun stuff in there, and, and definitely uh, a, a lot of humor directed at yourself, which I, I always find to be um, a difficult thing to do for most people, including myself. So it's not easy to make fun of yourself and still try to get an important point for us, even if it doesn't make you look the best. So it's the kind of unflinching honesty that you're going to get uh, humor out as well, because it's like, oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's I always have fun with that. I mean, I can't. It, it's like people think, well, you, I'm this way, no matter what if anybody knows me. I'm going to pick on you, but I'm also going to pick on myself. That's the way I am. I'm definitely a humorist. You know, I'm. <laughs> that's just the way I am. I'm going to always joke, but it's not in a cruel way. It's just that's how I deal with things. I've done that most of my life, and that's really how I get by. So. Um, yeah, I always infuse it into my work because I just think it's better than sitting there and trying to make yourself seem perfect. You know, I know I'm flawed, but at least I have fun with it, and I take try to take the reader along for the ride and entertain. Also, that's another thing. But with that book, there are some things that were just meant to be there as they are. They're not sugar coated. They're not just you know. I want to create art, so I went more for a deeper kind of vein in that book in particular. Once is a favorite title of mine. <laughs> so, you know, like I say, I like all my books. Yeah. But there you go. I think most people who do write their books like their books. I hope they do. <laughs> they better because it's a, it, it's no longer just a, a project you call together. It, it really becomes a, a real piece of your life that you're putting out there for the world to, you know, to examine. So you better, you better like them because, uh, if you don't, what's the point of all the of the work? Because it really is a lot of work in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that that was another. It seems like whenever I go to do these books, I, it's always before they get done is a, a huge amount of stress. And that one was definitely a a uh, rough time. But uh, like I said, sometimes I think with the pressure with me, I always work, so it, it's seems to help me in a way i don't know i maybe i just like stress who knows <laughs> so it's you know it, it definitely i think it came together well um it, it you know it was a lot of work like i said doing two books at once i wouldn't recommend to people though <laughs> no it's, it's... don't i have a friend who can do that quite easily but i don't yeah i'm not i'm not for it i'm not for it myself <laughs> probably so. writing 15 at once but yeah. i can't but. Yeah, I'm not for it myself. No. So I definitely, uh, I definitely agree because um, just on the practical stance of the marketing, you know, when you do something like that on a regular basis, it, 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 things are going to fall through the cracks. You can't market them all, and how could you? I mean, how are you going to tell somebody? I got three books out. Can you check them out? I mean, it's it's a lot. You know, yeah. you got to space them a bit, a bit better, even if it takes longer. But you know, that's just our opinion. You can still do whatever you want, and you know, give it a shot, and nothing's wrong with that. It's just that. Yeah. Don't cry if the results are not always that you want them to be. Yeah, and then as I said, I doing those two, it was like, but they're both almost like night and day. If they, and you read them both. Um, when I did sex, drugs, and poetry, that was that was a fun one. That was a really fun book. It was fun and fast, and I had been working on a majority of it. Now I'm not trying to say I started them both at the same time. I didn't. 
uh, I take a long time. Anybody knows I move slow. I'm like, if this were a race, I'm the tortoise. So, I hear you. <laughs> but that's just with me. I'm very picky about like, – I'm one of those who probably takes too long. But then again, sometimes for me personally, I'd rather just overthink it and get it to completely to where I'm happy than I have nothing to complain about. Yeah, I, 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 just, I testify to what he's talking about. I said, hey, you got a book for me for the spring? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure I do, Mark. And I forgot to mention that I meant the spring of 2020, okay? Not 2022 or something. So, oh, no, he, no, you can you yeah. can definitely. I know I'm a pain. I don't try to be, though. I'm not like 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 really just trying to be lazy. I'm definitely not lazy. I'm sitting there in, in the just, kitchen eating a bologna sandwich. Did I mention the year to him? I must have forgot that. Yeah, I am one of those that I will drive you crazy. But usually when I produce, it's finally when I produce the results, you know, they're uh, – Usually, usually Mark's happy and doesn't want to hit me with a baseball bat or anything. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. I, I try. I try, but I just, yeah, I'm just one of those that I, I work on it. I do. Like, people don't get I'm always writing, but I'm just, I overwrite for every book. That's the way I always do it. So by the time I put the book together, there's a ton of stuff that didn't go in to break down. So it's another thing that's also good to have is a, a big, uh, you know, like a big bevy of, I have a, ton of work sitting so you know i know some people would say well you could put all that and make a book in two seconds yes you could you could <laughs> but for me it's just that's that's what i do it's like a jigsaw puzzle like i explained to one of my friends it's like i have it's in a million pieces and then when i sit down to put the book together i'm like wow but it always you know i try to mix my stuff really different i, I like the stories mixed in there with with the and once, like I said, I have to really thank you because I got the opportunity to do that. The first one really was gas pumps when I was like, yeah, you know, you'd ask me for the book. And I'm like, well, I got to deliver it. So I just started mixing it up and, and just tried to mix my style instead of just doing all these elongated either pieces of fiction or uh, elongated poems. I, I mixed it up, and that's why that's why that book's real special to me as well. This is where I come in. Found my rhythm, I guess I should say. Well, we both over the last year or so, and I mean the last year, I mean the last 12 months, you know, the last rolling 12 months, we've both had our episodes with people just being uh, just cruel or, uh, yes. I or idiotic or, or just jealous for whatever reasons. I don't know. We try to be accommodating to people as much as possible without having to, you know, throw your soul down the sewer someplace. But I know you had a recent episode with somebody that, it's just a, a complete farce. I mean, uh, we got folks out there, folks, that, that, that are not just foolish, but they're, they're fake. And this yeah. is how you can identify them, particularly this one here, okay? <laughs> he put together a publication where an elderly man, okay, is given oral sex to a, a bottle of liquor. And then another <laughs> one out where a nun has a big gun and she's, like, practically licking it or something. The most corny, cliche, ridiculous, practically offensive Images you could put out there, you know, c coupled with, you know, work that at best is, is, is mediocre. I mean, at, at best, you know, and then they're going to be, they're going to be jealous and they're going to take pot shots and, and act idiotic, you know, but some people don't belong in the writing world because it's not supposed to be about titles and make yourself feel better and have everybody do work for you like you're Mike Bloomberg of writing or something. Okay. <laughs> you actually have to do something yourself. Okay. That, that's what's called character. And you don't have a character when you're acting in this sort of silly fashion. So hopefully that person goes away one day because we don't need people like that in this in this industry. We really don't. 
Yeah, there there definitely was. <laughs> There's definitely been some some bad times, and uh, but then again, you know, I think when they and that person in particular, when they want to play games, including as you know, and I I don't know why I'm going to mention, but I'm mentioning anyways, uh, sending you projects of their own, like you're going to be jealous or something. I mean, if anybody knows me, I'm working all the time. I don't have time to worry about what you're doing. That's just, I think real artists are just, they're, they're confident in their own ability. I believe that somebody who is immature and childish and insecure in every level will do attention like a spoiled child. Now, I'm not one going to hand you attention because to be honest, it, it, it's absurdity. It's it's gone way beyond uh, normal to where you you know think wow you know people think I'm nuts I think this person needs to check himself into a psych ward, but uh, that's just the truth. And people, yeah, as they will, like anything, some people want to play sides and all this mess. And it, I'm not into it. I'm not into the drama, and I will not just point blank. The reason I know some people will probably wonder why I haven't really attacked and done this. I won't allow an ignorant person to ruin my life. I'm too busy. I have too many people depending on me getting things done that I can't let one person just destroy what I do. Because what I do, I built. I didn't just go hire another press to do all my work. And, you know, but that it, it is what it is. Uh, as far as that person goes, I, I really don't have any use for them. But I can also speak in an intelligent way. I don't have to pretend to be something I'm not, uh, you know. But that's that some people think, I don't know why, and we've talked about this on other shows, but I don't know what they think they're going to gain with a title because it's more than a title of being an editor. It's a job. And if you ultimately can't do that job, then I'm sorry you don't have my respect. Uh, I might not be the greatest, and I don't do all the work. If you work, if you send stuff over to Whiskey City, it's me and Scott. I don't ever sit there and claim to be a fantastic formatter or anything like that. But I give credit where it's due, and I'm real. There's a difference between real and fake. And the difference is uh, John Patrick Robbins is real. Uh, somebody else is a fraud, plain and simple. You know, not to get too mean there, but I just had to tell the truth about that. Uh, that's so. that's really what it comes down to. And, uh, you know, when when you do uh, these kind of jobs that we do in, in the writing world, you know, this is sometimes uh, the, the cost of, of doing business is you got these kind of uh, – People out there that they need more therapy than they than they need to be, uh, you know, have, have attention because, you know, when your whole life is around, you know, um, depression era photographs that are pretty much uh, homoerotic, and and your writing is 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 mediocre, and, and all you're doing is you know taking pot shots at people because you you can't really manage anything yourself, but having a team of people you're subsidizing. Well, that's 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 the life of, of, of a counterfeit. That's not somebody that that should be doing anything. Anybody that relates with this person or, or wants to hang with this person or work with this person, you're gonna be you're gonna be sadly disappointed because you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything real. You're just getting a, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of trash that that you're gonna be putting your your name on. And it's hard to get your name back, folks. Once it gets ruined like that. No, it it, it is, but you know. People can do whatever they want. I have nothing against people 
striking out on their own, doing things, or or even if they can't do something, they get somebody to do it for them. But just be honest about it. Don't try to play it as something else and then get mad at me. I look, I'm not to be jealous of me. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I work all the time. My life is pretty much non-existent. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it, it, this is just what I do. It's not. I don't do it because it doesn't. There's no free perks. I don't get free coffee. And I don't get definitely don't get free drinks. I wish I did though. That would be very nice. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's I don't get it. And it's just it's that that's one thing that I think is the uh, the downside sometimes to doing this or even getting your your name out there is people just sometimes they can just take things the wrong way. And it's like I'm just trying to write because I'm a writer first and foremost. I'm just trying to write and I try to create things and I try to and and I. I run the press, but it's not like it's, you know, I'm not random house. So, you know, I'm just doing what I do because it's what I enjoy doing. But it's a lot of it's a lot of work. And, I, and I, you know, I bust my hump every single day. So it's, you know, if you want to be mad at that, be mad. That's fine. I can't change ignorance. You never will. So you just have to give up. You can't, yeah. That. You just got to consider the source, folks. And just don't forget... <laughs> the people that, that really do this, they, they care about not only the quality of what they're putting out, but they care about the writers themselves. That's really what an editor is supposed to be. Somebody that actually gives a damn. Okay? And there's no way you're going to have an editor that gives a damn when all they're doing is phony art and, and phony titles and, you know, and phony work. No matter how real you are, you're going to get painted by that kind of phony brush. You know, and nobody, nobody, nobody deserves that. So you know, just think before you you act with some of these, with some of these counterfeits. You know, we got a lot of, and it's all about vanity. That thing's vanity, just like all these other vanity presses we talk about. You know, Cajun this and mutt that and red this and whatever the hell that and alien this. It's all the, all the same nonsense. Okay, put out junk, act like fools, treat people poorly, and then you wonder why your work isn't going anywhere because no one takes it seriously. Imagine being in a situation where you worked on something, you poured your heart into it, and it's something of quality, and then you wind up delivering it over to a complete phony. It's <laughs> such a betrayal. It truly is, and it's not going to go anywhere, you know? And when I'm in a position where I won't put your product in my cat box, let alone review it, then you know that there's a problem, okay? <laughs> wow. I'll just say what you really think. No. <laughs> you can always um, ask me privately where you want to stay away from. I'd be happy to tell you. But I'll tell you right yeah. now, you know the places. If you deal with them, you deserve what you get. I mean, because you've been told time and time again. Not to mention your own conscience and your own soul and your own gut. It works. Listen to it once in a while. Well, there, there's so many good um, small presses out there. That and the list is huge of places you can go to, and and like I said, writers will always. I mean, most time people can lead you in the right direction, but you know, there's there's a ton of places that that we're definitely not picking on or saying anything like that. You know, um, that run, you know, top top notch product and everything else. So, I, to me, why glorify the ones that don't? You know, they're they're. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> there's always something, but no matter what you do, if you're doing anything and, and getting noticed, you know, you're going to get attention, good and bad. Unfortunately, that's, that's the uh, downside to all this stuff is that you, you do, you get the negative, you know, BS, but, you know, 
then again, I'm such a kind of, you know, uh, humorist or whatever you want to call it that uh, it's really hard to get me. You're not going to know anyways because I'm not going to let you know. So, <laughs> well, don't forget, folks, you have the power to make these choices, okay? So there's no one you can blame in the end if you don't listen, all right? We, on the other hand, we don't, we don't have the power to, to stop somebody, really, in the end for not liking what we're doing or, or being jealous and acting foolish. I mean, we could block them and, you know, not receive their stuff anymore, and, and that's all that's, that's all fine. But we, we, we don't have the power to suddenly say, I never want to be ridiculed by somebody else again. It's, it's open season on this sort of thing. That's just the way it is sometimes. You, on the other hand, have choices. You could choose what you want to hang with and what you want to send to and, and not. So we might not have much of an excuse for what happens to us, but you always do. You either make the choice and live with it or, or you just make a better choice. Yeah, it, it's uh, we we definitely we don't, but there there are like I said, there's plenty of options out there. So <laughs> you got a lot of places now. I will say that that there's so many good places. Don't concentrate on the bad ones. Um, that's the main thing. Uh, if you enjoy the bad ones, well then more power to you. You know, I, I kind of look at sometimes people say, "Hey, I got in here or there," and you know, in certain places, it's kind of like getting a toy in your Happy Meal. It's not really an honor. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the cheapest toy that you. I, I'm an expert on this. I'm the cheapest toy you can ever have in your lifetime. Even your kids like this is a piece of crap, and he's like six. So when a six year old says this toy is a piece of crap, you know that they're not giving you a wonderful prize. Okay, they're just giving yeah. you some five cent production thing from some slave laborer in China, just so you can buy some overpriced friggin' French fries. <laughs> That that's very that's very true. <laughs> I'm a veteran of this. I know it. Trust me. Yeah, no, I, I've exactly. had I've had so many Happy Meals. I'm freaking unhappy. Okay. Mm, yeah. No. I I quit that. Uh, yeah. I'm not quite the fan of the uh, Happy Meals. So yes. Although fast food is fine. I don't know why we're going to fast food, but hey. <laughs> it's a beautiful topic. <laughs> There you go. Sometimes it goes hand in hand with writing if you're pressed for a schedule or whatever. So, yeah. hey, John, what are you up to? I'm eating fast food. Yeah, man. That's where I get my inspiration. I'm going to put out my next collection about McDonald's. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. I'm over here slamming a sleazeburger over here trying to get this poem done. <laughs> That's been the biggest inspiration of my future project. <laughs> Gre grease and cholesterol. Oh, boy. Yeah. I hate blood pressure and a stroke. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me laughing too much, but yeah. Well, I know you got some other projects that are coming up, and I'm not asking you to reveal the whole ball of wax over here, but okay. it would be nice to get a little peek about some of the stuff that okay. you're, you're, you're trying to you know, put together. And, and mind you, folks, when he's saying that he's putting these projects together, the time frame is not like within this season or anything, okay? <laughs> So you might have to re-listen to this broadcast in the future to try to remember what the hell it was. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I, I was going to say I've got technically I've got two books together, but they're they're you know who knows when you're going to see them. Um, and the thing is, people forget that I actually run a press too. It's like I, I'm at Soma, and then I also run a press. I can get books out. It's not trust me. It's nobody holding me up. It's me. So, yeah, you can blame me and think, wow, John's a real pain in the butt. Oh, it's true. Um, one one project I have decided to do, 
once I think people will probably think, wow, John's really lost his mind. Once is okay, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. So uh, just just buckle up and enjoy the ride. Is uh, for the character I've penned many a story about. If anybody knows my my books, in fact, every book that you can get, you can, uh, both Gas Pumps and Nervous Breakdown have uh, Frank Murphy writes in it. So I'm gonna he's gonna get his own uh, book. Uh, two, in fact, one knows when that's going to be done. That's that'll probably be done, I think, in my lifetime. I'm not quite sure. The other one's going to be more recent. Uh, it's going to be. You can definitely look for that. Yeah, I could definitely believe lot. that. Look in the dictionary, uh, folks, where it says <laughs> where it says turtle poop. There's two definitions. The first one is the stuff that comes out of a turtle's butt, and then the second one is the pace of John's writing. Okay, so that's what when we talk about that. That's what we mean there. Yeah, well, th this one has been completely different. This one is almost done. I would say we only like two or three rides, and then mix it. And it's going to be, as I always call it, mix it. Because to me, it's like I don't know why I'm crazy, and I think I'm making music for some reason. Uh, that's okay. Mark's used to me being mentally unstable. But um, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, I got this great idea. Mark's like, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> it's four in the morning, John. It's not the time to talk about great ideas. But uh, no, um, yeah, the Frank Murphy, uh, there's actually two books, but one that I've been working on recently, I really want to get this, it's it's almost completely done. I know uh, Mark's seen the cover, um, so at least we got the cover. <laughs> hey, at least it's, it's something, yeah. Yeah, we got the cover, and the book is almost completely um, finished. Uh, once I did, I'm serious on that. That's actually, <laughs> and that's going to be a really, really cool. Well, I, I know you laugh, but don't laugh. Because because I'm like serious I'm on that. You know, the Frank, yeah. the Frank Murphy book is going to be out for so long in the future that I'm going to get it one day, and it says Francis Murphy. I go, what the hell is this? He goes, I don't know. I waited so long that the, the damn guy changed the sex operation. I'm like, oh my god, it's Francis yeah. Murphy now. That's how long it's been. Well, though, Frank Murphy, writing under Frank Murphy, he works a lot faster. So this one's actually done. It's, it's basically all got uh, within two. I've never had anything go together this fast. So the, it's a really fun book. Um, a, li a little bit naughty. But then again, hey, my work always is. Um, unfiltered, baby. Unfiltered. <laughs> yes. Unfiltered times 10. Because I kind of thought about how the character would oh, write. No. And I thought it would be fun to see stuff that he would write. And. I mean, it's just, it's one of my favorite characters that I've created. And I have a few. Um, all of them are pretty much, you know, you think, wow, they kind of remind me of somebody I know. I know, right? But, um, <laughs> Could yeah, that, no, that one's done. <laughs> um, I've got one that's sitting that will be out eventually. Uh, 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 I don't usually give away the titles. I'll give away the title because it's going to be uh, Hellbound and Slightly Hungover. Once, there you go. There you Fantastic. Go. That's um, definitely a John title. Yeah, and that one that one's actually put together. We've <laughs> we've got like four that are sitting. It's like a, you know, if I was a car, if I made cars, I would never make a nickel, even if I had a plant, because we would have all these cars sitting and none of them sold. So, <laughs> so yeah, we've got them. So the Frank, I would look definitely look for the Frank Murphy book. Uh, once uh, it's going to be fun. And another, once again, another John title as a. Uh, the uh, the bigger book, once I consider more of a fiction collection, that's gonna. I, I look for that to be in the summer. I'm hoping. The, the the one I'm working on now, that one I want done and out, and we don't know. And, and Mark's gonna be like, yeah, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> so. yeah. 
He gets he he. I always like it because when when Mark edits my book, he's like, "What? What do you need a decoder ring?" I don't know how he can figure out how what I'm saying, but he figures it out every time. I, I got I got used to it anyway. You know, my my battle is not really with his grammar. My battle is 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 his book gonna get here four days before my social security get check gets here, or four days afterwards? I mean, that's 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 really the battle. I am notoriously slow, and it's like I said, it's never. That's why it's funny. I had a uh, a friend ask me for a book, and, and I I'm just kind of happy with the avenues I have. So, and that's nothing against anybody. I just I'm happy at Soma. I'm happy at Whiskey City, although I can't stand the editor there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just I do not move. Quick. It's just the truth. And a lot of people get baffled by that. But then again, I didn't move quick on the Shamron. And I'm always happy with the finished product. So, you know, but hey, yeah, you, look for that. You can't uh, mess with results Frank regardless. So I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> so the Frank Murphy book, um, you know, if Walls could speak, mine would blush. It's the first time I've ever given away a title. But that's that. That's a, a heck of a title. And, uh, and a heck of a cover, too. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. That one is almost completely done, and I'm not joking on that one. That one won't be in the the others. Uh, they're 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 getting there. <laughs> so yeah, if you think I'm bad, you should check out my co-editor. He moves slower than than I do. Oh, and I said, don't don't pick up my habits. And that kid doesn't even know. So yeah. So we'll eventually have a book by him. I'll be in. The, I'll be cremated by then, but we'll have a book by him eventually. <laughs> Would be nice. I hear you. He's got some good stuff out there. I was uh, fortunate to be able to publish a couple of his pieces in the, in the February issue of uh, Aerial Chart. So that's Scott Simmons, okay. folks. Check it out. Pretty ironic and a bit humorous, and uh, it, it was a good. It was a good addition because I don't always get a lot of that type of work. He is really quick and uh, and in a really good read, and uh, especially considering his age, I, I wasn't there as a writer. My writing was, you know, it, it was not good. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't publish my writing back then. <laughs> um, he is really, really a clever and quick kid, and really excellent formatter too. Because if you look at the interior to the Shamrock, it's me and him back and forth, and. Uh, he is a fantastic formatter. He's really good. And that's why, like I said, anytime you do a Whiskey City, it's not just me. It's me and Scott, but that's it. We're a, we're two-man operation. So, <laughs> you know, it's a, but he he is a fantastic writer. But, yeah, he moves slower than I do. I think he's picked up some of my bad habits. Not all of them, though. So, thank goodness, you know. I don't think you could afford the bar tab. <laughs> I hear that. Few, few, few could. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, I'm trying to say even Trump's like, yo, I need to, I need to put it in my pocket a bit deep on this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we've got a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of, th I've always got a lot of things I'm working on, and I've always got, uh, I do switch up a lot between them. Once I guess it's weird, but I have fun doing that. I don't really, it's like I'm not, I definitely, I would never win a race, but I do think that I do put out quality over quantity yeah and, that, and that's fine because I, I i joke about it a lot but in the end you know i'm more interested in, in having the quality and if it takes longer than you versus somebody else that's fine you know i just if you can get it over before they install my pacemaker that would be helpful but other than that you know i'm, I'm all right with it 
Well, I got some backup batteries and jumper cables. So don't worry, boss. We'll get we'll get them done. Uh, that'll be that'll be helpful. <laughs> we've got the so we've got that um, off the wagon. What's that's that's a funny story. Let's let's go into this one. Off the wagon has its first episode taped. Uh, I am not the tech guy, by the way. This is this. You think I move slow? We I think we've literally got to pull a, a gun on the uh, the co-editor because we've got the first episode taped with uh with our good uh. Or my my lovely uh, uh, co-host Mark here, um, but we we taped it a while back, had a great time off the wagon, and still have as yet to see that episode air. So yeah, it came out pretty good though. It was, it was actually pretty darn funny. Definitely not not one of those uh, strength of human type shows. It's, it's definitely more off no. the off the reservation and off the hook, and you know off a lot of things actually. <laughs> Oh yeah, we 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 were having a great time. It was fun. Off the wagon's a lot of fun. It will return um, once we get the uh, the lovely Scott Simmons to actually upload the thing. But he is going to call it in. It's like uh, I'm like, yeah, I got this. It's like uh, I know I know how Mark feels because I deal with Scott. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't know how you even got work from him. I've been trying to get work from him. And he's he works with me. So <laughs> like, yeah, I no. I just asked and you know. In the future, he sent something. That's really that's all I could do. Cause it's not like I keep asking every time. I'm not really that kind of person anyway. You ask once, and you hope people remember. If they mm-hmm. don't, and you know, I don't. I don't take any uh, any offense to it, but I'm um, I'm not much. Uh, you yeah. know, I keep asking people because you know it's, it's kind of a pesty thing, and it's not necessary. Plus, quite frankly, um, without having to blow my own horn, we get so many submissions that you know asking more people for stuff is probably not very smart. No. Yeah, you, 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 anytime you've got a magazine, like you've got Run Steady, you do get continual submissions. So, yeah. <laughs> but with, yeah, with Scott, getting work out of Scott, he, like I said, he took all of my bad habits. And that, that's one of them that he's definitely taken from me, getting work. Yep. And you read his work and you think real quick. And then he, what cracks me up, and I know, I know him personally, so it's like, you know, we've known each other a lot of years. So, uh, you look at the work and you think, wow, this is really quick. And he always tells me that the fast ones will always take the longest. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess that's what it's like dealing with me. It's like I, we're just kind of – we're all nuts in our own way. But it's a good thing because at least – once again, at least the quality. Yeah, exactly. When, when the kid does pin them, they're, 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 it's like darts. He always hits the mark. Black Shamrock's a great example of him really coming into his own. I, I think that too, in, in, uh, in many ways – and that's why I'm fortunate to have you guys, uh, you know, submit stuff to my uh, magazine aerial chart is because of the quality. Uh, because you, if you think about it, whether it's you or Scott or anyone else, you know, you only give me one or two examples of of your work. Those have to hit the mark because it's not like a mm-hmm. book where you can get away with more with the book. I mean, you can get away with a book with 50 poems and maybe like 20 of them really, really awesome. And the other 30 or whatever, you can get away with that because there's always something else for there. The person to read to say, okay, yeah, this guy's got it here. It's so much about the other one. Mm-hmm. It's not, the magazine's not the same. If you're not hitting it, 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 people might not want to care about it in the future if you do something else. So you got to hit it on the ground running. You can't play. No. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And, uh, Lately have been the, the the sessions I've been or whatever you want to call it um, these writing sessions have been really well uh, 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 hit some good marks and of course uh, the one right I really I like all my work but uh, finding a home for blood in the gears was awesome because that one that, took that is on the top ten list real, folks top ten list 
one of my one of my personal favorites actually it's uh just because it it's one of those that's like anything we all we you know we love our writing but there's sometimes you'll have something you're really a fan of that thing was written honestly <laughs> around if you consider when breakdown came out it was written then but it wouldn't it why would you put that in the middle of that book yeah. it would make no sense no it would not and it's totally so, out of it out of the genre yeah yeah it didn't have a home I love to write horror, be it psychological or to me it's horror. People, that's what I write about. I don't write about ghosts and all that stuff, but um, nothing against that. But uh, it, and that got rejected by quite a few horror mags. <laughs> so I was really honored that you took it, and people dug it. So you know, you just wonder sometimes when it comes to getting these out what people want because it seems like people enjoy reading it. it wouldn't be in the charts if they didn't. Exactly, and so, and we're doing really well, so I can't complain. I, I had my tech guy install the actual uh, counter, the, the real counter that was normally in, in the background. That's now at the very bottom of the sheet um, uh, for, the, for the site itself. So you can actually see, I'm looking at it right now, uh, we're going into, mm-hmm. we're going into a, a, a fourth year uh, as a magazine, mm-hmm. and we're at 221,501 reads. So if you, right. if you did the math on that, you know, it's an average of like 50,000 people reading it a year, you know? No, I was gonna say I can't count that high. Nah, so it's just people are definitely uh, checking it out, and, <laughs> and, and and when they add work like yours on there, it just gives a new audience uh, to you, and it also you know helps uh, with more people reading the the magazine, and hopefully they're gonna stay around to check out something, which is what happens a lot, you know, because I have a whole board where I can see the different countries, the different you know uh, formats they use, the different uh, you know operating systems, and all that, so. It's very much an international effort. Uh, we're at 42 countries right now that people have read or visited. So, you know, it's still a pretty exciting uh, uh, thing to do. And uh, uh, amazing enough, I, I really wasn't sure in the beginning if a monthly would be too much. And I wound up working out that way. But I went, I was like, wow, is this, I'm going to have enough stuff for the monthly? Because the first three months was kind of rough. So uh, I've yeah. I'm, I'm really been fortunate that, uh, you know, it's, monthly is easily. Jesus Christ! I got so much stuff in. I could probably do a biweekly. That's how much stuff I get in. So, yeah, it, it's uh, that's the thing. Anything, any of these mags that people want to start up, that 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 startup is the hard part. And then eventually, when it word somebody word gets around, people start submitting, and then you know, you eventually it just starts pouring in. The whiskey is never shy on um, submissions. You know, other places, uh, now some places I close the submissions and they're not shy either. I don't understand that one, but hey, who needs to read those guidelines? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, UTB, they figure, is like a, 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 a fun asylum, if there could ever be such a thing. And so they figure, oh, we'll send it over there once. You know, sometimes I can't help it. If it's funny enough, it makes me laugh, I'll, I'll take it. I always take a look, but we I do try to remind people we are close to submissions over there. Because that's a very hard uh, genre, actually. People don't get that. The, that the humor, very difficult genre. So, yeah, but we we do it we do it well. <laughs> so, I don't think there's too many places like UTB. Thank goodness. <laughs> really, we only can take so many. Yeah, it's like it's not unique if it's like everywhere. That's what I like about it. It was just something that was a niche. I didn't know. I mean, it's funny how if you go to the backstory of UTV, it's probably had more drama than you would imagine a humorous place. But, you know, 
is anytime you're dealing with creative people and, and, and you know, you're, you're going to have, you're going to have issues any place, any mag you deal with, let alone one that's supposed to be funny. And sometimes people get offended and you never know. <laughs> UTB has the most drama, but the whiskey runs smooth. I like the whiskey. The whiskey is just, you know, it runs smooth. Shamrock smooth. smooth <laughs> it's only, only once a year. Smooth. That's <laughs> so. it. Gotta be smooth. <laughs> You, well, I like that compared to some of the stuff that, as you know, that I went through. It's yeah. like, uh, no, I've had enough of uh, of the drum. But you really just have to just nip it in the bud. That's the best way anybody can deal with it. And you know, I, I've learned a lot definitely from you. And I actually said, uh, I actually yeah. said to myself some months back, I'm like, do I really want to talk anymore about people maybe considering becoming an editor or a podcaster or whatever? Because when you see the crap that you get thrown at you sometimes. I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to be responsible for someone getting blasted like that? And then they're like getting mad at me. So maybe I don't. Maybe I shouldn't promote it as much. You know, in terms of doing it, I just do it and be happy, and that's that. But yeah, we've definitely taken some uh, some some shots there from from people. But hey, yeah, it's like anything else, folks. I, I don't know why we we shouldn't get the you know the basic modicum of respect. You know what I mean? You send something. Mm-hmm. You know, have your name on it, not 57 names. Have your bio on it. It's not that hard to ask. Have a couple of magazines that you've gotten published in. Unless you don't have any, you should have a few on there. I mean, why would I want to even consider you when you're disrespecting already? Everybody's promoted you, and now I'm supposed to do the same? <laughs> I, I've seen bios where, yeah. like, they talk about the 98 books they put out and the 400 conferences mm-hmm. they went to. They even talk about the bar last week they just did their poem at, but... God forbid they put some of the credits they got published in. What the hell is that about? This is idiotic. Some of these people are editors too, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? You ought to know more than anybody else. Yeah, editing, and it's weird with bios. Bios can be, I mean, I've seen some people who haven't updated bios in years. I mean, it's kind of strange to me, but. You know, I definitely was, of course, like I said, I learned a lot from you. I, I try to always update my bio and include some play. If I, if I haven't been in the mag in like over a year or something, I'm sometimes I won't. Yeah, you know, you don't it. have to. The general rule is about six months. I mean, the, yeah. if you got published in the aerial chart, you know, three years ago, I'm not suggesting that you're supposed to have it on there now. Unless <laughs> it's one of your few credits, but, and that's fine. But, you know, if I published it three months ago, you're sending me something and it's not even on there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> that means for three months you, you didn't bother to put it on there you've been sending all over the place probably got published a few yeah, times yeah. they don't even know anything about aerial chart remember folks it's it's how we do some of our marketing through your help yeah. through your respect and, and, and through your loyalty not not being a a, a wishy-washy potato uh, you know couch lover and, and, and not doing the right thing so I'm like why are you being mean to me I don't know I'm just being the editor you're being an idiot there's a difference <laughs> Yeah, one one hand really washes the other. It, it's it's people have to remember it's just a common courtesy, and it is a good way to advertise. And I mean, I I know I've got submissions from people who saw Lancet and saw the the mag that know about it. Um, that's a lot of times I get that from uh, the whiskey. You know, I'll publish somebody that they we've not for some reason we've not been in the same circles or whatever. And you know, next thing you know, they're sending me work. So that it is a thing to really just include places in your bio. And, uh, you know, and, and try not to insult everybody under the sun. <laughs> you probably won't have to worry about including yourself in the bio. Yeah. 
I haven't had to do it to many people, but sometimes you just can't tolerate just silliness. Yes, it's, so, it's just too ridiculous. Two, yeah, two people exactly. I was like, well, no, three. I'll take it back. I can't even keep count now. It, it's an it's another reason why I really a, a, admire John. Uh, it's not just because of the writing, but because the other positions he holds, he takes them seriously. He he, he practices exactly what he's what he's preaching. And, and, and of course, that, that always makes me uh, happy because I'm doing some of the same work as well. And I wouldn't want to be working with somebody that doesn't take it seriously because I don't think it's much to ask for somebody, you know, to um, to use a name that makes some sense uh, rather than give you five different names and, like, you're supposed to pick it out yourself or not giving a, a, a decent bio, you know what I mean? Or, or my favorite one, this guy sent me a, a haiku in a font. And I swear to you, I don't even know what the hell font it was. It was so obscure, so difficult to read. I had to tell the guy, I go, dude, how the hell am I supposed to read anything you're sending me when I can't even interpret the font? I'm not even talking about the words yet. I can't even read the yeah. freaking letters that are being constructed by these fonts. I mean, you got to be kidding me. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> I'm supposed to give you extra points because it's fancy? I'm giving you less points because I can't read the damn thing. You, you got to have some practicality over here. Yeah. What's the it, point of doing that? It's just it's just dumb. I don't know. There's only a couple things that will agitate me that I've. Got. It's not. I'm not like I'll have to. I'll. I I have a pretty good amount of patience, as anybody knows. But uh, when people send me PDFs, I never quite understand that. Uh, I'm funny about that. I really don't send me a PDF. You know. <laughs> If you're sending a submission, send me a, a Word doc or in the body of the email. It's real easy. In fact, it's in the guidelines. That's the only thing that annoys me sometimes uh, when I have to ask people for a, an author's picture. It's in the guidelines. You're going to submit to me and you can't read the guidelines? They're right there. Right. you got to read them, <laughs> folks. I'm okay with the PDFs in, in the sense that uh, if this is how a person really prefers to do a thing, that's fine. Yeah. So I don't have any objections to them. But I've had some weird experiences uh, two years ago, a woman sent me a PDF. I opened it up, and her breasts are in it, along with the poem. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know? And I'm like, lady, you know, if I want some punching bags over here, I can go to the gym down the block. I don't need it over here on the PDF, all right? It's supposed to be about poetry. What the hell? Yeah. And, I, and, I, I and a couple of girls have told me that they received PDFs, and there were penis pics in there. So people can be uh -oh. real, real strangers out there with these things, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've actually got uh, yeah. Well, not the not the uh, not those those ladder picks, but um, yeah. I've got some weird some weird ones. You think you know? You try to like. I mean, I just oh, I just act like it didn't happen. I'm like, okay. Um. I told the lady it really wasn't acceptable. Okay, I'm Mark Rossi. I'm not Rocky Balboa. Okay, I don't need to be punching all oh. these things. Okay, all day at Philadelphia. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything, but I don't really solicit this sort of stuff. I, I certainly yeah. don't ever do anything on the show that would you know lend someone to believe they should do this. But God forbid if they're going to do it, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk here, but try to be within my generation at least. That would be helpful, okay? Being a 98 year old person sending me this thing is not really helpful on any level. All right. <laughs> It's it's strange, you know. It's strange on both sides. There's some strange editors out there, and there's some there's some strange uh, writers. But you know, it's a some of the stuff is it's hilarious, you know. I mean, 
I think it's why I write about the one character because he is an editor. And I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that, but you know, it, it's just fun. Some of the stuff, the great, it makes for great stories. I'll put it that way. Some of the stuff you 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 uh, come across when it comes to this line of work. Yeah, we we got some wacky ones. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, it, it's weird that people can't read guidelines. It's weird when you get message in the middle of the night and 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 people are asking you about your press and what services you're offering when it says it's not open to submissions. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, I don't know. I can make you a hamburger. Why not? This is really McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> the only reason why this really happens, and this is the weird thing, is because I don't really think people ignore the guidelines because they're trying to be disrespectful. I think the problem is, is impatience. People are yeah. just too impatient to shoot off every place they could possibly think of that has an email that might accept something of theirs. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, and by not at least trying to just give a general idea of what's going on and try to find out, you know, you're not only clogging up the system and busy editors, but also you're really shortchanging yourself. The world is really difficult with writing. People can be difficult with it. You know, so why help the world exclude you more? I mean, it's it's almost like you know when you do this, it's like you're sending a message. You know, hey, I'm a big ding dong, okay? So check out my stuff, and then I'm like. Um, no, I'm going to filter up my ding-dong editor, and then you're not going to be there anymore. So you're not really helping yourself. You're actually hurting yourself. So it's just not smart to do. I'm not suggesting that you're supposed to be reading 78 magazines for four years before you submit something, okay? But it don't hurt to do a, a, a quick little gander at the guidelines or quick little gander of, you know, generally what, they ha- you know, what they're sending out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you're, if you're submitting a poem... You know, to 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 the whiskey, and it's a poem about graphic gay sex. It's probably not the best venue for you, okay? Not that they're against this. It's just it's not really going to fit, all right? And you would know that if you read a little bit about that, okay? Yeah. It might actually work in UTB, but it's definitely not going to work in the whiskey. Oh, please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know that UTB people. Because people get a kind of – if you just judge me by my humor once it's what you're going to read at UTV, then you're going to kind of think – sometimes people get a misconception of me. They don't understand that I'm also dead serious when it comes to work and dead slow when it comes to producing it. But I'm, I'm dead serious when it comes to, to to work that sometimes they'll write me like I'm, you know, like I'm out of my mind or something. You know, I'm like, you know, no. It's like, do you talk to every editor that way? It's <laughs> You know, it's like it's one of the it's one of the downsides of, of having a more free, uh, open communication yeah. with people. Is you're going to get people that that abuse it, unfortunately. But I'd rather do that than have all those uh, bullcrap rejection formless letters where you know they, yeah. they they say the same thing over and over again. And it's to me, it, it, it's it, it really is insulting. So I'd rather just take the insults once in a while than 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 send them out. You know? Yeah, it's. <laughs> It, it yeah, it's it's like I said, you know, it's a good and bad thing. It can, uh, it's definitely interesting when I'm doing all that, all these places I run and everything else, and and uh, definitely run too many magazines. I need to run more. I'm yeah. just gonna produce, produce more magazines. I would never send out to every press though, because there's no way in my lifetime I can ever get that many books done. That's just not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. If they know my speed level, they're like, most people are like, yeah, can you have this done? And it's like, yeah, sure. 
And then next thing you know, it's next year. You meant this? Oh, you meant this year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's the truth? It's a complete truth about me. So I think it's hilarious that people get to hear it because it's, uh, yeah, I, I take I take too long to produce work. <laughs> so. We all, we all have our issues, okay? That's that's a couple yeah. that's a couple of Johns. We've we've heard some some worse ones from other people, like the like the like the fake editor with the uh, old guy uh, giving oral sex to a, a bottle of of liquor. I mean, I, I thought I thought AARP went into gay porno at one point. I'm like, what the hell is this? So you could do things a whole lot worse than anything he's doing, and 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 of course, at least he's genuine. Thank God. <laughs> Well, yeah, I am genuine, but uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I can do things a lot worse. No, it's like you said with me. It's just I'm I'm very much insanely a perfectionist when it comes to people say not to your grammar. Well, you know, can't be perfect everywhere, but when it comes to getting the the quality, I, I just it has to be right for me, because ultimately when you put it out, you have to be proud of it. And you got to be able to stand behind it, and you don't want anything. You know, I don't want to kind of any uh. Leaks in the ship, or it's going to end up at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of everything I do, and even though I know I drive my crazy and I drive everybody crazy, so you know, trust me, uh, I know that Scott can tell you the same thing. I'll, I'll I'll have this man. I got this great idea for this book. He's like, yeah, well that'd be fantastic if you actually write one of them. <laughs> so, so you know, I drive everybody crazy, but it's not in a bad way. And it's not in a malicious way. I'm just you know. I'm just working on it, and I'm, but there is there is a Frank one coming out. I swear to you, it's it's completely. We're talking about one right away from being done, so that's probably the fastest. Mark would know this in a two month span to write a book. It's probably the fastest I've ever written. Yeah, because usually he has to wake me out of my time capsule in order to be able to look at whatever the hell he sent. You know, so that'll be that's a that's a, a great thing. But that's really the best way I, I think, uh, folks, to to wrap up um, with uh, John Patrick Robbins. If if you want to think of one word. To me, the the word that always rings the most out to me is pride. He really has pride in what he's doing, whether it is his own writing or, or dealing with your writing in many of his publications. Uh, he was a great host on on his own Off the Wagon show, which I've been on twice, and I've been fortunate to do so. He's he could be pretty damn uh, funny, but when you have pride. That's the thing that you can trust more than anything. I mean, people always tell me in private life and even in the writing life, oh, I wish people were more honest. I wish they were more kind. I wish they were more this. I wish all that crap doesn't mean anything to me. Lie to me. I don't care. Be unkind. But if you have pride in what you're doing, I know I'll be able to trust you with my work. If you have pride, you don't have to be a saint. You don't have to be, you know, uh, some, some kind of a choir boy. None of us are and none of us should be. We're writers. But if you have pride... It'll cover everything you're gonna want from a person. Well, I I do uh, I do appreciate that, and uh, it does mean a lot to me. And I do put a lot of pride in what I do. So that that's the thing, and that's why uh, I know. <laughs> even dealing with with writers of the press, like yeah, you move, yeah, but when it when the work is done, it's it's done right. I'm not just gonna take your stuff and just chop it up and hand it to you and say here you go. A bunch of Crayola crayon BS on the cover, so it's a it's going to be done right, you know. So that's the thing. And you should always take pride in what yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly, folks. Okay, I mean, without to sound like a cliche person over here, but 
Just because you have a handful of chicken shit doesn't mean it's going to suddenly become chicken salad, okay? You, you have to do something more than that, all right? So we got to be realistic. We can't be in some fantasy world about anything we're doing. And a lot of that has to do with not owning our own character and our own judgment, but the people that we wish to associate with on a regular basis. I meet people plenty of times in the writing world. I'm happy to deal with them for a little while and move on. Others like John and, and, and a small, small group of others, you, you want to deal with on a regular basis. You're interested in what they're doing because they're always doing something, and they're interesting and they're honest. And in his case, you know, funny too. So uh, that's what you want to do because that'll not only give you a, a continuing life in writing, but it, it'll help actually improve your own life. Yeah, that's yeah. I appreciate that. I really do. So, you got it, folks. Have you got any last words there, John? And I want to thank you very much for yeah. this interview. <laughs> just, just bear with me, folks. I, I will. I promise I'll have these projects out, and I appreciate you listening. And I really, truly, truly appreciate you reading because that's what I do it for. And um, hopefully, hopefully, at the end of everything, at least entertain you, give you a laugh, maybe you know, hit a couple of emotions there, and. Just uh, thank you for this opportunity to be on here. I really appreciate it, Mark. You got it, man. Thank you very much for joining us again, sharing your your, your writing uh, and, and your world out there, and, and obviously a, a, a good part of your life. I really appreciate it. God bless, and uh, I look forward to another uh, successful year of partnering with you on all these different projects that we're doing. You take care. You too. Thank you. All right, folks, there's another wonderful interview segment of Strength to be human. You'll see this one. Uh, well, listen, listen to this one anyway in, in March. Until then, you God bless and take care. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing. www.somapublishing.com.